Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our show today is with um, the founder of Seed, our friend, I think our smartest friend that we know, Ara Katz. Um, We're talking all about... Uh, our bodies, the microbiome, how we can take care of ourselves, our children. Can we be too clean? Um, she's just so smart, has so many tips for us. Uh, we're so grateful. And she, ha- she had a beautiful story about her own kind of journey with getting pregnant and miscarriage. And um, I think shed like a really nice light and said things in a different way I've never heard before. Same. Same. It's beautiful. You guys will really enjoy hearing yeah. about this. So in the vein of taking care of yourself, uh, we're going to quickly talk about the American Heart Association. You've heard us talk about them before. They are a relentless force dedicated to fighting heart disease. And they're just calling us out. We need to start moving more. I mean, the holidays, I'd like to think everybody's busy and moving around. I'd like to think that moms are busy all the time in general, but I we feel are. like there's more that we can do as women, especially. Yes, because we, I think we complain that we don't pay enough attention to ourselves and not to be too morbid, but Jenna and I both know somebody that passed away recently of undiagnosed heart disease that was very young. Right. And so let this be a reality check for all of us. It's about walking around your house, your neighborhood, push that stroller while you listen to this podcast, whatever it is, just it's for yourself. Don't look at it as a chore. It's for your health. It's for your future. It's for your kids. It's for everyone. Absolutely. So check out more facts on the American Heart Association's website by visiting heart.org. And you guys start making some moves. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. I'm Jamie. Hi, guys. I'm Jenna. Um, I want to say we've missed you because... We, we have. It's been a I've few weeks you. since we've recorded. Yeah. Um, we've been busy. So let's get into it. Talk to me. Give me some win fails. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. Okay, so I'm going to make it high. Um, our guest just walked in. <laughs> um, okay, so a win for me is that um, I am really, really scheduled. Um, I know I always talk about you know, doing a calendar and whatnot, but I have been like so spot on with everything. I have not forgotten anything. It's a mommy win for me because I literally have not forgotten like my children's shoes bringing to school. Like I'm I'm emailing every single person back. Just feels like I'm winning this mommy game. Great. My fail pertains to that. So it is not a fail on my part. I would just like to discuss this. So... The other day, my husband and I were getting ready for our days. I had It was my nanny day, and he was going to work. And, oh, no, this was the night before. And I was like, oh, my God, I have so much to do. He goes in, like, kind of like a, you know, bullshit, sarcastic thing. He's like, well, thank goodness you could do whatever you want tomorrow because you have the nanny. And it rubbed me the wrong way um, because, well, we all know why. It's yeah. like nanny days. I'm not, like, sitting it. there, like, sunbathing myself and getting my nails done, which, by the way, I just did my nails by myself today. 
So, Neil, you hear that? Um, But it pissed me off because, and I didn't say anything. I didn't get into a fight with him. I just like took a deep breath and I was like, I I fucking hate you right now. Because what I did the next day was I sat in my car and I answered all my emails. So I didn't do anything for myself. I didn't have time to do anything. My car is my office when I have my nanny days. And I hope, and I told this to him afterwards. I said, I want you to know that, that you think like my nanny days are like, you know, sunbathing, going to the Beverly Hills Hotel, having more say. By the way, sometimes I do that. I go to lunch sometimes to get, you know, my head cleared. Yeah. And, um, but the whole day I sat in my car, which is always what I do, and I cleared my schedule and I went through every single email and I'm doing it in my car. So, like, you know, I, I know do that's it on my win. Line. Yeah, I, I know it. that's my win, but like my fail is is not, it's just, a better line of communication with my husband and I, I need him to realize you didn't understand that that nanny days aren't all fun and game and I know he's working really hard and he doesn't have nanny days himself but none of us do our fails are similar really yeah okay okay so my win is that um I'm leaving for a job for a couple of weeks I miss you I miss I'll miss you too um which is going to be wonderful because I get to focus on me and do what I also love to do, other than being a mom in this podcast. Um, but I will be gone from my children for a little bit. But I have the best mom in the world who's going to fly in for a Aww. week of it. Because I don't know if there's this thing where I feel like if I'm gone too long, at least if my mom's there, she's like the next best thing yes. to me. Um, and my boys are very close with her. And then Cutter is actually going to come up alone with Bo for four days. Um is Jack even coming up? Jack's not going to because oh. I'm gonna. I'm working 15 hour days. Yeah. I'm never gonna see him if he comes up during the week. And a Cutter can't travel with the two of them through customs and everything. He can't do it. I'm like, glad you made this can't. change. We did, but my mom will be there, and right. his mom will be with Jack, so he will be spoiled rotten. But I'm going to get a very important solo time with Bo because I feel like I rush a lot of life with him because he's older. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just very excited to have like that time yeah. with us. And he's going to eat it up. Oh, he's we're taking him to a hockey, a Canucks game. We already bought tickets this morning. Don't he's forget so his jersey. He's, and he's very excited because they have those chocolate, um, surprise eggs there that are illegal in the U.S. So like I what? said, I was like, mommy got a job in Vancouver. He, I was like, do you know what that means? He's like chocolate eggs. I was like, well, I was going to say other things, but sure. Yes. Chocolate eggs. Let's so, circle back on that illegal thing. I need to hear more because there's this. a toy inside and I guess like, a choking a hazard. Could, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my fail is that although all of this and I'm obviously planning and leaving things well covered in detail schedules as I leave Cutter decided yesterday to be like, I can't believe I'm going to have to wake up for three weeks straight alone mm. with the kids. And I was like, okay, let's take that back. You'll be with them for two hours in the morning before the nanny gets there every day. And then you don't even see them. So you you, bear, you basically miss bedtime every night. The weekends, you're, I'm flying home or you come. So, or your mom will be there. The first weekend, his mom will be there. Second weekend, I fly home. The third weekend, he comes to see me. <laughs> then my mom is coming. And then you're coming up. So like... Slow your roll. Like, stop being dramatic about... Did you say something? Uh, or was did it a blowout? Did I say out? something? Okay. I was... I mean, it was also at the end of a day. I was just... I was like, don't even... Like, don't don't for one minute make me feel bad that I'm going to do this either. Yeah. He's a wannabe. I was like, by the way, this job is like... 
paying for our kids' private school for three yeah. years, so you're welcome. Yeah. Like, seriously. You know, all those things. So it, same. It pissed me off. I know he d- deep down understands, and he is someone who expresses often how he's grateful the effort that I put in as a mom. It just pissed me off. But can't they just not go there? Can't they just zip it? But I guess I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of things that I wish, we wish I couldn't go there too. So I'll, I'll give them a sure, pass. Sure, but we're not talking about us right All now. All right. <laughs> Enough about bashing our husbands. We will be right back with a friend and a brilliant mama, our cats, to talk all about how we could be cleaning our kids sick, amongst many other things. I can't wait for her to share her brilliance with us. We'll be right back. Wow. Well, our new sponsor is... A brand from visionaries Jamie Foxx, Ashley Benson, Haley Steinfeld, who aim to shake up the eyewear market, and they have done just that. Privé Rouveau was founded in the belief that head-turning style shouldn't be a luxury reserved for a select few. So they created these awesome designer sunglasses, and now they have anti-blue light and reader glasses starting at just $29.95. Exactly, and each pair of handcrafted glasses has very high standards and very low prices. So they're polarized lenses, 100% UVA, UVB protection, and lenses with blue light blocking technology. They leave no stone unturned when it comes to creating the most affordable, high-quality handcrafted eyewear on the market. So shop prframes.com and enjoy 15% off your first purchase using the following promo code MAMA15. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. We are back. Our guest today is the co-founder and co-CEO of Seed Health, a microbial sciences company pioneering applications of bacteria to impact human and environmental health. Translation, they are disrupting the bullshit in the $50 billion global probiotics market and stewarding the future of how we will use bacteria to restore and sustain human health with serious science. She might be the smartest person I know and is also a mama to the beautiful Pax. So please welcome Ara Katz. How are you? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, You know, when we were talking about a topic of what we would talk about today, um, you mentioned something about cleaning your kids sick. And it's, it's such a great way to say it because I think for so many of us, like we fear so much about germs and sickness and we, we're always trying to do the right thing. Um, but if anyone needs to hear this, it's me because I feel like I'm either one end or the other of the spectrum and I'm not educated at all in this. So um, me amongst all of our listeners are very excited to hear your knowledge about this. So could you start us off on this topic? Yeah. So it, it's interesting because it, there's some there's some interesting logic that has to that you have to kind of think about because there are some things like washing hands that and of course there's an extreme to it but there is a reason that like in you know medical history when surgeons started washing their hands um, pretty profusely and like in specific ways like less people died so you know it, it, I don't want to go all the the far other direction which I think some people are like yeah you should be licking the subway pole right you, right you you should be like literally like licking sidewalks in New York City right um, and going to Indian drinking water and and the truth is that there are pathogens like nine over 99 percent of bacteria actually are pretty harmless um, mm-hmm. and in fact you know what we'll talk about today is there's about 38 trillion of them that reside in and on our bodies and make up about three to five pounds of our bodies Wow, wow. 
us mamas give give our babies our their first microbes um, either through you know vaginal birth or through even even at C-section. Mm-hmm. We can kind of talk about why that's so important yes. and what that kind of lays the groundwork for for your for your child's health. But you know the obsession with cleanliness. You know I think you know you you can. It's interesting because we understood, really started to understand bacteria only through the lens in history of of what the pathogens, like all the things it caused. Um, so you think about you know whether uh, whether well there were there were viruses and um, and we, we don't have, we can kind of get it we don't have to get too too technical or into the nuance but you know we started to understand them really through. Also, not just pathogens, but then how we were going to fight them. So, like the you know understanding, like you know the advent of penicillin, for example. Mm-hmm. So we we kind of learned and and first understood these microbes and bacteria specifically as things that really could not just harm us, but at the, that time in history, were killing you know mil- sometimes thousands of people at a time, yeah. in some case millions. And so it's understandable where the idea came from. Um, and certainly when we didn't have like good sewage systems, like a lot of these diseases could spread so easily. So I think, and and there was of course some um, you know socioeconomic pieces to understand thinking that de- what what was clean was you know more appropriate for mm-hmm. um, people who are wealthier and richer, and then of course being dirty meant like working. So there are some you know there's yes. other context yeah. to this throughout history, but for the most part, we have feared bacteria for a very long time, and as a result, there's some things that we've done. Um, that and the way that we like think about cleaning our homes, the way we think about antibiotics. I mean, you remember when I mean, we were kind of the antibiotic generation, right? Like you just start to have something like amoxicillin. You take a right. Z-pack. You, of course, that's creating major, major issues. And so, and then, and then I think that started translating to well, how everything in your house should be clean, and your toilet is so dirty. Um, and then, of course, you know when you travel to other places, you start to think like, oh, well, that's a dirty country because I, my microbes are not actually adapted to drink the water in right. these places or to eat the food in these places. Meanwhile, the people that live there are fine. aren't getting sick and fine. And so, you know, it's it's a whole other um, <laughs> call, kind of like vestige of white colonization, you know, like yes. kind of mentality. But for the most part. We have become quite obsessed with it. And of course, big industries, whether it was Lister, you know, Joseph Lister, mm-hmm. who was creator of Listerine. So we tried to kill the microbes in our mouth, which um, we can talk about is not necessarily serving us. Um, we've certainly tried I'm to like blown cleanse. Away right now. Yeah. <laughs> we've kind of tried to cleanse the, our vaginas. So mm-hmm. do she, I mean, we've, so these, these ecosystems of our body where bacteria like are incredibly important. Um, we've really like disrupted. We take too many antibiotics. There's about 70 million prescriptions written every year in the United States. Over half of them are for things that are non-bacterial. Mm-hmm. Now we have bugs that are resistant to antibiotics, so the antibiotics aren't working. Why we have no real, real primary standard of care for urinary tract infection, which probably over half your audience has experienced oh, or experienced yeah, yes. recurrence for. Yeah. And then you take the way we think about our homes, right, and the way we think about bathing. And, you know, I think we just – these things kind of all went into a pot and over many years, like, really became – and, of course, through marketing. Um, and you can go back to look at, like, the 1950s. Like, even the reason that soap operas are called soap operas is because they were for soap commercials, basically for cleansing commercials. Yes. And those chemicals were very harsh. So now, you know, and it's and it's interesting because like the 1.0 of all of this was kind of the clean movement of just kind of getting the bad chemicals out. And I think what we work on is what we think is kind of the 2.0, which is like, well, what are we going to put back and how are we going to restore? And I think that's, you know, and so it, to the cleaning ourselves sick, you know, it's, it, it, it is true. And I think you have to go into, particularly with children, I think we are crazy about it. And I think it, it starts, I mean, first, 
not living in nature in a rural environment already like the built environment. Ironically, for people who are so think cities are so pathogenic, actually it's very sterile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really nature that is microbial di- microbially mm-hmm. diverse. Um, and like things like having pets are really important because that kind of ex- increases your exposure to other other microbes. Oh. Um, having a dog, they know, increases the diversity of your microbiome, um, which is kind of cool. Um, but I cool. think, but at the same time, um, and it's and it's always hard, right? Because you have to find the balance with this stuff. And I think that's with anything like yeah. mom related, um, which we can also talk about the way we take some of these things to extremes, yes. um, which is also stress is also not good for your microbiome. So, um, what is a balanced way to approach this? So I think from a cleaning perspective, I mean, I I'm I particularly like, and, and it depends on what age, you know, and, and how young. But I think for the most part, I think we, you know, look, we, we, we most, most of us who are not having children at home or like sitting in the middle of the woods or like, you know, bringing children into pretty um, like hospital environments for the most part. And I think there's, you know, there's a little bit of... Um, you know, an obsession, I think, early on with, like, keeping your baby clean. And, and I, I think, actually, like, the, the microbial exposure to skin, um, to the microbes on your breasts, so, like, how mm. you clean yourselves, what you're putting on your body. I mean, these are all things that are being ingested and being your, your baby's being exposed to in these, like, really critical window when their microbiome is first forming. So if you mm. think about it, it's like a garden. Um, it's when you're first kind of fertilizing it. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, even though there are very mild soaps now, I think, like, just like not being upset. Like I don't think kids need to shower every day. I don't think, you know, I think, but at the same time, washing hands as an example, taking your shoes off are all like in your home, for example, are all really, I think, still important things. Right. Um, because there are pathogens. And I think washing hands is something particularly for kids that go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly if you have, uh, if you have a parent that um, has any, like, you know, is a, an older parent or if they're going to be around people who are immunocompromised. Right. Yes. I mean, things like the flu do. I mean, there there are. It spreads. It, it spreads. And actually, there was a, po- I recently read, there's a really interesting study in classrooms they can track, like I think it was within five hours, a child bought, brought, um, there was like a pathogen that they found in a classroom. Within five hours, it was on every single surface in a classroom. Wow. So for, you know, and, and again, it goes back to balance, but like I really respect my, um, and I wish other parents did more, uh, like our school sick day policy. Yes. Um, and I think actually they're not maybe as stringent as they should be. And yes, there is the argument that there's some expo- argument that you should have some exposure because some exposure, of course, is what trains our immune system. Right. So we like can start to determine like friend foe, friend foe is this good, and you you know you can build up resilience that way. But I think um, I think just being respectful of like communities and really thinking about how these pathogens and also the the kid the child goes home to a family and you don't know if there's a mom that's well, si- this that's just sick. happened to us. So listen to this. So my little one is in a playgroup type of thing twice a week. The kids whose house it's at had hand, foot, mouth. Mm -hmm. We sent them all home. We found out that morning he was diagnosed with hand, foot, mouth. Within three days, all of them had it. Mm -hmm. My six-year-old got it within four days. My husband got it the worst. He is a germaphobe. He washes, cleans, doesn't touch things all day long. I'm not. And I'm the one with the compromised immune system. I'm the only one that didn't get it. Yeah. Hmm. Why is that? Oh, it's a good, great, great question. <laughs> hard, to, very hard to know. Yeah, it's it, it, like I, the fact that it literally blew through my house. My mom got it. Everybody Your got mom it. Got it. My mom got it. I was fine. I feel I I don't know. I always feel like when my whole house is sick, the moms don't get it. I don't know why. We I will or, ourselves. We to will not ourselves possibly. to not get it because we have to be the ones to take care of the kids. But um. 
I mean, that always happens to us. But it's so funny. My husband is on the extreme side of, you know, kind of a germaphobe, cleanliness. It was actually like in the beginning of our relationship, it was like a point of like intention. intention. And he was like, are you going to wash your hands? And I was like, if I won't won't marry you if you tell me when to wash my hands. (laughs) But it was a a big, big, big fight. Like we actually like I think we went to therapy because of it Um, because he would like look at me and like look be looking at what I was touching and I'm not a dirty person. Um, no. And I, I That's hated not a bad him. Thing. And <laughs> by the way, dirty in like in his eyes, like I was like, what do you? Who do you think I am? Like, am I like licking the sidewalk? We're no. literally the same. So situation. yeah, we're the same. So I actually, if I'm too lazy to give my kids a bath, like I just don't, and I don't really care because I don't think we're living like you said in this like you know, dirty world. Um, I, I don't care if like they've gone out to play. I'm not thinking like, oh my God, like they touched the ground. They were laying on the ground. So like they can't go in their bed because I, I just like, I don't care that much. I know that they'll get a bath at some point, you know? It's also like arrogant to think that, like I, I think the control that comes with some of that stuff, I think mm. A, stress and like anxiety have direct impact on our on our health. And I can speak from a microbiome perspective. Stress is not good for your yeah. microbiome. Um, I guess that's yes. somewhere else, but yeah. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah. Not but from I, that. But I think, um, yes, I think it can create a lot of stress and anxiety. I think it also, I mean, there's a mil- outside of biology, I mean, you know, it kind of takes you really out of the present, which, I, you know, I think if you looked at all the things that child development research um, and how important just like even focus 15 minutes of presence versus an hour of, you know, yeah, being right. around is. So I'm sure there's a lot of other factors beyond like my, my field, but. I do think that the – I think, for example, like when those days happen, I'm just really mindful of like washing hands before eating, right? Yeah. Like so so hands especially go into mouth yeah. and we know that hands are like you really know. good carriers. But for the most part, like it, the idea that even in doing all the things that he is doing yeah. give you the control that you yeah. think you get from being quote unquote right. clean, it's kind of interesting. And it's funny too, like one of the things too is that sometimes – um, like cleaning a new surface again and giving um, a pathogen the opportunity. Um, like if you if you think about the way these bacteria be- or microorganisms behave with each other, sometimes you're creating the most optimal by cleaning. You're you're killing things so that this, that don't all, that allow okay, the worst okay. thing to grow. So wow. this is this was my next question. So every time I go out with my husband and my children, he says, "Do you have the antibacterial wipes? Let's clean down the table. Let's clean down mm-hmm. the high chair." When I'm not with him, I do not do this. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm with him, we have to do it because he. Um, needs it to be clean. So I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm like rubbing this down. Then I'm like taking another one, rubbing the, and I'm doing it for him basically. You mean like in a restaurant? In a or restaurant. Like that? Sure. Is that necessary in in your in your eyes and your studies? Is that necessary? I, it's very, you know, it's interesting. There's a scientist. I can send this to you guys after if you want to put it in the sure. show notes. Who who spends a lot of time? Like he'll tell you that it's probably um, less risky to make a sandwich on your toilet seat than mm. it is like on your kitchen counter because if you look at like the microbes that exist wow the answer yeah. is is that if it makes him happy and it's a less stressful experience go for it right 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 I, you're not going to be around when a path like after that like you won't be in the restaurant long enough for something to probably negatively the happen. only thing the truth is, is like I, i'm more i'm i think in restaurants i think much more about um 
raw food. I think about like I think about where ice is sitting. I oh, think for about sure. I think about the really harsh detergents that they're putting and then not properly like washing or rinsing like the utensils and like like I those are the things I can taste it sometimes yeah. when I'm like sipping oh, out like of in a drink. Cu- yeah. in a drink. So like, I this those are the things. Like the soap. Yeah, I mean those are the things I think about mm, probably more yeah. than like what's actually on the, on the surface. Right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's things. There's there's interesting studies they did. Um, they they sequenced the um, the microbiomes of like a kitchen sponge. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's a, a great example where like while I would say don't be obsessed with cleanliness, again like washing hands and where there's a balance. And this is where science can answer a lot of these questions. Is um, like I would wa- I would change your kitchen sponge every week. Yeah. Like they found sure. an incredible amount of pathogenic bacteria. Like can't you just microwave there. it for like twenty seconds and it supposedly it kills everything? I don't know. It's the only thing I, I use my microwave for. I don't know. Is my sponge. I don't really? Know. I also don't know I don't if, like, use changing. My like, I mean, depend, I think it also depends on what the well, sponge is made Well, I still, still change it often. So weekly. I mean, yeah. I the would. only thing I'm <laughs> I don't really use a sponge. Yeah. Well, or, we, need or to take, <laughs> we need to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back more with Ara, because um, I have more thoughts and questions. We both do. We'll be right Very back. Very interesting. Jenna, I know you love my canvas people art. I do, Jane. You're going to get one, right? Uh, yes, So obviously. let us tell you if you don't know what this is. Canvas People prints your favorite memories on a canvas and turns it into unique works of art that add a beautiful touch to your home. Yeah, and when I heard about Canvas People, I thought, wow, that's like a really cool, effortless way to decorate my house with my family photos. And, you know, we take professional photos every year, so... I'm doing it. Yes, get your favorite memories printed to cherish a beautiful gift to give any family member that they will have forever. So now it's a special, very limited holiday offer. Canvaspeople.com is offering their popular 11 by 14 photo canvases for free. Free. That's right, free. These normally sell for $69.99, but you will pay nothing. Just cover shipping and handling. So to get your free canvas, text MAMA to 64-000. Just pay shipping and handling. This offer will not last. So text MAMA to 64-000. That's MAMA to 64-000. This is MAMA Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. Um, another thing you mentioned is how moms have to be scientists and how it's so important for us to be questioning the things that, um, some, like we're led to blindly believe in because of marketing and stuff. Um, we're the people that people market things to, right? Like labels, vaccines, GMOs, nutrition choices. Um, this is a big one for me because sometimes all of this can really overwhelm me. Um, and then also sometimes like it feels like it could take the convenience factor out of things of like what to just hand your kid on the go things like that and sometimes I start to feel guilty like I'm a bad mom or I'm not caring enough and obviously that's not the road any of us want to go down but these are important things for us to think about so is there a way for us you to kind of give us some like bullet points and advice about this and then maybe like some course of action that we can take simply for us some of us that just like don't have any knowledge when it comes to this area yes so i think what i said what i mean by every mom has to be a scientist which really can feel so onerous and kind of heavy and you're just like but i don't know how to make the like people tell me three different things and right. how the hell am i supposed to make a decision and the answer is that there is <laughs> it's a shitty answer but there's not a great answer other than how much um how how willing you are to be open to the idea that there may not be always a really clear answer mm-hmm. and i think that's with almost everything in parenting yeah and um you could drive yourself absolutely crazy 
other than saying, this is the best decision that I can make right now, knowing what I know. We are very resilient human beings. Um, while your husband thinks he can, can you know, you can control right. the pathogens in a given area because of an antibacterial wipe. Um, it's If that makes you feel better, go for it. Um, unclear if it does anything and, and Certainly, um, if it's like in a short period of time, like right, if it right. makes someone happy and it makes you feel a little bit like you have a little bit more control, um, I try and think that actually like the the uh, Harvey, you know, Harvey Karp from yeah, you know, sure Harvey's Baby, he always says, you know, don't should all over yourself. So there's a look, there's an emotional piece to this. Um, what I mean by being a scientist is just that I think what I have seen, I can just speak to the algorithms of the Facebook <laughs> and the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is that the group think and the like all vaccines must be bad? Um, oh God, that has GMOs. It like come from like if you think about the amount of time you spend like looking for a dress for a wedding or the amount of time you will research like things that are some seemingly more trivial, all I offer, well, I don't think everyone has to be a scientist, is that 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 practice of just questioning. Even like we always say, like question us, question like the things that we put out. Mm-hmm. But if it's through that lens of questioning instead of shitting all over or being like, well, I read this thing that this vaccine did that, and it is not, it is not, tr- it is not false that there are outliers and there's nuance. There's some people who can't take ibuprofen. There's some people who can't take Tylenol. Mm-hmm. But the reason that science does exist and when these studies are are done in heterogeneous populations, and you know, of course, it's humans doing it. So of course, there's a lot of there's nuance to everything is just this idea, this kind of incessant idea that you can learn more. Um, it depends where you want to spend the time to learn more. Like for me, like I, I think as as moms, like I think nutrition is probably where I would, you know, focus the most if I had to like choose a one area. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when anyone is telling you something with absolute certainty and truth, what I love about science is they'll say like, well, this is what we know today. It's not like, well, this is true. Um, and so I think like when I hear a lot of, of – things come up in like the mom world, I think it's like, well, it, there's a lot of shame and judgment um, and a lot of absoluteness. And I think that mm. really, really terrifies me. Um, I'm not sure we should go into vac- <laughs> vaccines. I think that's yeah. a whole other, that's whole other issue. Topic. It's, um, it's but, just, but, but GMOs is a great example. Great. You know, Let's GMOs is a great one. example just because that comes, you know, all of a sudden someone decided to label something non-GMO and therefore all GMOs must be bad, mm. right? And so it's like you just... I think it is really prudent of us to say, like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that we should not genetically modify rice in the third world with vitamin A so that children who are nutritionally deprived have a chance? Right. Does that mean – but the more that, like, you know, and moms – to the, the reason they're marketed to is because they're incredibly powerful. We vote with our wallets and we control the wallet of the world. If we decide that these things and we are not going to – be stewards of asking questions and we're just going to be stewards of big campaigns that get everybody to say no vaccines, no GMOs, like we have a responsibility Mm -hmm. and not just to our children, but to our community of children in our school. Like I was saying about sick days, um, this, that does open the conversation of things like vaccines Mm -hmm. and, and it, it, nothing is perfect in black and white, but that, that spirit of like bringing a child into the world and saying like, it is my Part of my job is to question these things, no matter how much I like this person on Instagram, no much. But like, there are certain things that that truly, with a little bit more inquiry, 
you can at least say, you know what, maybe that just doesn't feel right. I don't know if I know the answer, but what this this blogger is saying, what this um, one uh, practitioner is saying, this nutritionist, there's something that I just think I need to understand a little better. And and I think scientists are really good at gathering different data. And I think that's that's that to me, and, and also that spirit of experimentation, which is just because it worked for five other women um, doesn't mean, or moms, doesn't mean that it's going to work for your child or may even have an adverse effect for your child. And so like that idea that, oh, it must be shitty or now I can't listen to anything that that person says because right. it just didn't work. So it's just not how science works. And I think that that idea I, is just a nice way of parenting. So it's about sort of doing, putting forward the effort mm-hmm. and like you're saying, questioning mm-hmm. and then sort of going with your gut. And, ex- and and also experimentation. And, experimentation and finding the people that I think you you find through lines with that you can trust. But I think the people that I trust the most, like I love my pediatrician because he will never give me a straight answer and in in the best way, which right. is he gives me a scientific answer, which is these are the this is this is the, this is the pro, these are the cons. This is what the science says. This is what I've seen in my practice. This is what I am suggesting. Here are some other things that you should know in suggesting this. And I think, and to me, it's like I trust someone who tells me something like that versus the person's like, everyone can't take a vaccine. Vaccines are bad. GMOs are like, there's such a lack of nuance. And like, I think it also has to do with what kind of parent do you want to be? Do you want your child to go into the world blindly believing what the Facebook Mm -hmm. algorithm serves up to you in sensationalistic Mm -hmm. terms? Or do you want the person that says there might be some problems with GMOs? There might be, might be still today totally unproven if there's any issues with GMOs. Um, so powerful. And, I know. And also, I'm like raising if, my hand. What if they're going to save the world and what if they're going to mean that we have a food supply but every Whole Foods mom has decided that GMOs are bad? What does that mean for public funding? What does that mean for research down the road? What does that mean for companies that do need to – what does it mean for the replacement of like things like palm oil? Like I know the company working on palm oil that has to use a genetic modification to synthesize palm oil. It's responsible for child labor and deforestation. I don't know. There's so many, there's so <laughs> many levels to everything yeah, that we absolutely. need to think about. But um, my question is, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are listening mm-hmm. to you beautifully mm-hmm. talk about this topic, but they're probably saying, okay, who is ERA again? And, oh, sure. and, and, sure. what, and how did, do you have a background in uh, biology? Do you, how did, what is seed? Like what, what, yeah. what are the products of seed? The <laughs> Tell people us about are going to be seed. like, she is so beautifully spoken. Well, this is, but, we're talking about our kids, but we, this is seed is a way to yes. take care of ourselves. Yes. So, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. So I just want to know, I mean, what were you thinking about this since you've had Pax, her beautiful son, or um, is this, you know, 10, 15 years in the making? And um, what do your products do for, for us? Thank you for asking. Um, I'm not a scientist. I, I, and I really want to make that clear, both because I work with extraordinary ones. Um, I'm much more of a translator. I'm, I'm way beyond my 10,000 hours, so I know enough to be dangerous. But um, and, I, and I know enough to kind of come from the lens of like the other side of the table, which is like, I just I'm an incessant questioner, mm. um, which if you haven't probably noticed. Um, yeah. My background is really like interesting because it, it was at the intersection of kind of storytelling, design and tech. And so I've built a number of tech companies. Um, I've in, in my first part of my life was a film producer and, and made a lot of content and so storytelling has kind of always been a, a big thing for me and kind of translation translating really like complex ideas topics and stories and spent a lot of time in the very bro tech world um, mm-hmm. I was building a company actually before, right before I had PAX uh, in New York tra- commuting from LA to New York which oh, wow. in the world of self-care is really a bad idea 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when and you were, you were pregnant. I, I actually, I, I had a miscarriage. Um, and that, and the night of my miscarriage, I resigned. Literally, the night of my DNC, wow. I wrote a resignation letter to um, to my co-founders. I was the only female founder. Um, I felt like I was letting every woman in tech <laughs> down no. at the same time. But you know, miscarriage. Look, miscarriages are biological miracles. Um, I, you know, everyone. I say miscarriage. They really are. I, I say miscarriage, and everyone's face always. Everyone's like, oh. Sure. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You no, guys, it's a miracle guys. that your body. Our body is, knows. Yeah. Our body knows that a life's not viable, yes. and has a way of like taking care of that for our. Like, I mean, that oh, is. Oh, what a beautiful. Yes. I was just having yeah. this conversation yesterday. You want to talk about self care? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, if you want to talk about self care, you know, wh- what is not okay is as humans, we just like we're storytellers, so we've already. You know, we've already painted the nursery um, when we miss our first period. Yeah. And so that is what we are grieving. And we, of course, want to be, you know, we want to procreate. We as a species want to persist. And so it is very biological. But um, I wasn't yet in the necessarily in the storytelling as much as mm-hmm. um, I was really just incredibly grateful that my body had that. But it was a really important inflection point in my story because it, I think it was just a nice moment where. I got to see that the life I was living wasn't viable. Um, you know, Chris, who, who, who you know. Yes, I've known, husband, I've known your husband for, yeah. I don't even know how long, 20 plus years. Yes. Love um, him so much. And uh, he, um, you know, he, he was like, are we, or what are we doing? Like, are we going to get married? Like, or what are we doing? Because yeah. like, you're kind of on planes <laughs> in New York. We just had a miscarriage. And I think it was just a beautiful moment to just recalibrate. And so I resigned, and then um, really I got pregnant very shortly after that, which of course mm-hmm. is so it was really interesting, um, you know, kind of what you open up to and when, when you make some big decisions. And so when I was pregnant, I met my co-founder, Raja, and my whole life, my mom died when I was 17 of pancreatic cancer very, very fast. And I remember researching clinical trials in my high school computer lab for her on, like, the internet wow. of, like, finding. And, I, and it's so interesting – I've always loved health and biology. I've somehow became the person that everybody texts and asks, um, even BBMs, mm-hmm. <laughs> date myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you think of this? What do you think? And I don't – I just – mostly because – not because I have formed opinions, but I was just a really good researcher and yeah. I, like, really felt like I um, could ask a lot of questions. And then I really had watched the rise of health and wellness. And while I'm so happy that the world now is in a place of much better self-care, which I think is now translating hopefully to some planetary and environmental self-care, I really saw like a real departure from science. And I was, and I felt that that 1.0, that what we call the free from movement of like, okay, well, like everyone's going to derive all this value from just taking the bad stuff out. Mm -hmm. There was no, there's no, there was very little science to a lot of that. And I started to see um, a lot of things kind of come up, um, particularly as people move to more alternative medicine and um, integrative and functional um, and kind of the, the 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 deification or the like belief that if something's Eastern, it must be better. Um, and, and which, by the way, I think there's beautiful ideas from Eastern methodology, so I don't want to um, decry that but or denounce that. Um, but I did see that there was like we were moving a little bit away from like science and science was getting conflated with like Western medicine and like yeah. pharma and like the idea that, you know, very long period of like really understanding our body and our physiology was like kind of being a little bit lost and we were learning about our bodies through like cleanses and detoxes and and I just felt that um, it really showed what we are looking for and what we're not getting from our healthcare but at the same time I knew there was something that I felt could be um, 
maybe more transformative um, and not so like iterative. Peter Thiel, uh, who's a who's a big entrepreneur, he's, he uses this idea of like zero to one, um, like where everything else is like little tinkering, like one to 1.1 1. 1 to, mm-hmm. and then like there's things that come along that are like literally zero to one us. Yeah. Mm. And the microbiome, when I was pregnant, I met my co-founder, it was like, I was like, you start to really, if you pay attention to like the nerd world, you start to really like understand how like microbes are a huge part of having a child yeah. um, and creating a child. And so um, and so that's really where I started to realize that that was wow. the space I wanted to, to focus on. And so... I didn't really answer what seed is. I'm sorry. No, that yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So would you please just tell our listeners what seed is and then yes. most importantly, how they can find it and purchase it? Absolutely. So Seed Health, which is our, our parent company, we, we look at, as you said earlier, we look at all the ways that bacteria can improve and impact human and environmental health. So everything from a urinary tract infection drug to a probiotic for honeybees. But Seed, which is our consumer division, which you can find at seed.com, uh, makes probiotics. Um, mm. And so we were really looking at like kind of the next evolution of probiotics and, and how you can take a microbe to have an impact in your body. Um, today we have a, a product called the Daily, the daily Symbiotic, which I was is just a about combination. To say, is this a daily? Okay. Yeah. So so the most most microbes that like there's kind of like a myth, like you kind of you take a probiotic and it like colonizes or sticks around and then works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of not how probiotics work. They kind of do their, they call them transient microbes. They kind of do their work on the road. Um, you usually see them wash out of your body if you stop taking them within like a few weeks. So you wouldn't see them in your stool anymore. So it um, it is something that you take daily. Um, and our first product, which is a symbiotic, which is a combination of probiotics, which is bacteria, and prebiotics, which is our mm-hmm. compounds that can encourage either the beneficial growth of bacteria or in our case they're kind of like they're kind of like food that bacteria break down to make these things called um, metabolites and in our case short chain fatty acids that are like super super important um, for for health and so our first product is a combination of 24 strains of bacteria of probiotics mm-hmm. um, each one of which has been studied in peer-reviewed clinical clinical uh, trials um, that have been published and are readily available publicly um, and uh, and prebiotics. And so that, that's kind of our first product. And then next year, we're going to start rolling out um, more products. And really, the reason that I started the company was to reinvent infant formula. Um, so we're about a little bit over a year away from that. Oh, my oh, God. Well, we'll have you back on yes. for that. I have chills. Well, I Incredible. can tell you firsthand, I take seed and have for some time since you first sent it to me. And I truly believe after living with MS for almost 19 years that all disease comes from the gut. And my health changed drastically when I started focusing that way. So thank you so much for the gift that you give and the questions you've asked and the research you've done on behalf of all of us. Um, You're an exceptional human being and mom. um, And we're going to make you stay with us for one more segment to talk about how possibly you could be a shitty mom, if that's okay. (laughs) So we'll be right back with some shitty mommy. By now, you've likely heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all of these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad free. 
From beloved classics like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame to critically acclaimed documentaries like National Geographic's Free Solo, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. Disney Plus also offers some of the most beloved TV shows of all time, including 30 seasons of the Emmy Award-winning animated series The Simpsons. And if that weren't enough, Disney Plus has also rolled out a host of originals like The Mandalorian, the first-ever Star Wars live-action series, and High School Musical, The Musical, The series, a very meta take on the beloved film franchise. It's no wonder Disney Plus has become one of the most talked about streaming services of 2019. So don't miss out. Sign up for Disney Plus now and start streaming all this great content today. All right, we've all been there where we've really, really wanted something and we had, you know, no money to get it. Especially around the holidays. Yes, it's so tempting, you know, when you want to watch that amazing football game, but you have a teeny, teeny TV. (laughs) Well, you guys, now you can do that. You could buy your big TV with Zebit. Yeah, Zebit, you can shop millions of products from your favorite brands and pay for them interest-free over time. You simply choose a product you love and just pay a small portion of the price at checkout. The rest you pay over time at 0% interest. Exactly, you guys. I'm doing this because I need a new Apple laptop, and this is my chance to get it, and it's, again, 0%. You get it, girl. So in addition to zero interest, Zebit has a no cost to join, no late fees, and no membership freeze. So sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash mama and get up to $2,500 in credit to shop the Zebit marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That is zebit.com slash mama for $2,500 of interest-free credit, zebit.com slash mama. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Um, we are here with some shitty mommy. We're going to uh, read a listener's first and then throw it over. Shitty! Okay, this is from Amanda. Short, sweet, perfect. We all do it. She said, I will use the excuse of having to use the bathroom just to get a few minutes away. I'm sure my husband thinks I have terrible stomach problems all the time. Hashtag shitty mommy. Uh, Hello. Me too. I do it all the time. I Everybody say all the time. I'm like, Everybody I have a terrible that. stomach because no guy is ever going to want to talk to you more than pass that sentence. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah, I just, I Maybe I have shitty. diarrhea. That's just... <laughs> That's just regular mommy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was diagnosed with IBS. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to be there a lot. They'll never yep. ask more. Um, please tell us, how are you a shitty mommy? So <laughs> I, if anyone knows me, there's like a few things that like I'm crazy about. Chris Chris is um, the crazy one. He gets, he gets security and safety and I get food mm-hmm. um, and nutrition. And so Pax believes that um, and we've actually had managers or restaurants come over and confirm this. That restaurants don't serve things like pancakes or pizza until you've completed your vegetables to their satisfaction. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. So he actually – so he'll tell you like well, if we're going we, – we go to this place in Venice a lot. Um, they, have, they make this incredible nine-grade pancake. Which place? And Jelena. Yeah, yes, of course. And he he thinks that it only comes after you eat all your cauliflower and your avocado. <laughs> And your vegetables, but he thinks actually it's the restaurant's policy. Yeah, right. you have Not to yes. blame it on yes. someone else, yes. of course. So I've totally Brilliant. deferred. I've deferred all agency to restaurant managers and waiters. Yes. and I say things like, "Isn't it true that you guys only serve that pancake yeah. after they finish?" And they're like, "Oh," and then like wink, wink, and then like they're like, "Oh yeah, that yep, that's our I policy." I so appreciate yes. a, that, <laughs> like a, an employee of some place yes. that will go along. Oh, yeah. with that reminds you. me of Joanna yes. Garcia yes. Swisher's um, plane thing when yes. she like winked at the policeman mm-hmm. and like he like played on with her yes. or whatever. Yes. yes. I, I have found that it, um, other people of authority uh, 
we'll we'll have sometimes more power over um, much <laughs> always, more. Always. Much more. Yeah. Well, I actually don't think that was shitty mommy. I think that was brilliant, brilliant mommy. No, except he now just thinks the world works that way. Right. So I feel like <laughs> I, okay. I'll undo it at some point. It, it'll happen naturally. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, thank you so much again for being here with us. Again, it's seed.com. And um, you're just so wonderful. And yeah, we're so grateful to have you. And we will leave you, you with a mama said. Remember, mama said... A mama is one who sacrifices her body, sleep, social life, spending money, eating hot meals, peeing alone, patience, energy, and sanity for love. Have a great day, guys. Bye, you guys. Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakewell. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are... Privé Reveau. Shop frames at prframes.com. Get 15% off with code MAMA15. Crayola. Buy one, get one 50% off mess-free color wonder plus free shipping at crayola.com slash mama. Canvas people. To get your free canvas, just text MAMA to 64000. That's 64000. Just cover shipping and handling. American Heart Association. Start making moves at heart.org. Disney Plus. Sign up for Disney Plus today and start streaming all their great content today. Zebit. Get a $2,500 credit to shop the Zebit Marketplace when you sign up today at zebit.com slash mama. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Goodbye, mamas.